0: Oh, baby.
1: Welcome, everyone, to the You're Still Out Golf Podcast, part of the Sports Pros Network, where we're always talking sports, so let's start the conversation. Maybe I'll I'll be able to start the conversation here, J. Till. I'm stumbling out of the gates, my friend. As always, I'm your host, Keith Needham, and I'm joined in studio
2: by my co-host and resident golf sicko, Mr. Jonathan Till. J. Till, how you doing, bud? Keith, doing great. You know, the the listener will now know that your your intro there is not a pre-recorded it's not. deal. It's live every time. Live. Live reads here. It's live what we do, reads, uh, occasional missteps, so well, you can see that we're very legit here. I'm 40 now, right? So I'm falling apart. So things, I'm on it's, the backside now. It's all downhill yeah, from here, I hate so. that. It's uh, something you truly hate to see. I'm doing well, excited to be here tonight, uh, a surprisingly <laughs> large amount to talk about. We do, of Another, yeah. what was a relatively off weekend in golf, but... Uh Fired up and ready to go, bud. Yeah, absolutely. And we've got a special guest here in the studio
1: this evening that we're going to talk to quite a bit towards the second half of the pod. Friend of the pod. He's been mentioned on the pod many, many times over the past year, JTL. But, of course, we're talking about Nelly, Nelson, Annaback. Nelson, welcome to the show, bud.
0: Thanks. Thanks for having me, guys. Just to go ahead and uh, start off, I have a little present from our man JTI here. Oh, oh nice. golf ball. Ugly, shiny, ugly <laughs> one. Ball. Oh, so. oh, yes. The only B. reason he gets it is because he's the only one I've seen under sixty five who uses those balls yeah, <laughs> every day. <laughs> So, but I throw well, a you know, I'm a
2: 65 year old at heart. Everything he's from the golf coming out, swing throwing jabs. The, uh, the yeah, he hey, he's got
1: receipts, man. Okay. He he remembered some things we said about the Kong, uh, you know, post show and stuff. So I think I think Nelson's got some receipts. He's gonna be cashing in tonight. So look forward to getting into it with our man Nelson a little bit later on. But uh, till. Before we get into it, my friend, so again, we're going to recap the Hero. We've got Elite Amateur Series now, a new uh, you know, amateur golf series that's going to be set up that we're going to talk about, uh, and so much more. But uh, we've got some friends here uh, in Oklahoma City that we want to pay homage to and tell some folks about some really good golf deals here. Again, it's off-season, but it doesn't mean that you can't get your golf
2: in and plan ahead, right, my friend? Absolutely, and I think you know the only thing better than playing – a lot of golf is playing a lot of golf and saving money doing it, man friend. Now that's where our city golf courses come in. now through the month of February, you can purchase both frequent player and tour of the city packages at our local golf courses. Frequent player packages allow you to purchase 10 rounds of golf, Keith, at your favorite OKC golf course for the price of eight. Okay. So 10 for the price of 20% savings. Now, if you like to have a little variety in your golf life, then the Tour of the City package is for you. Two rounds of golf each at Lincoln Park, Early Wine, Trosper, and Lake Hefner. That's eight for a total price of six. And even more amazing, 25% off. Great deals being thrown at you from the City of Oklahoma City Golf Courses. You got both walking and riding versions of each package, along with a senior version. Speaking of our our 65-plus guys, you know, (laughs) much love to them. Uh, a great way to not only ensure you play more golf in 2022, but you do so at a value. Both packages also great as holiday gifts for that golf sicko in your life. <laughs> Keith. Just right <laughs> the uh, corner. Purchase your 2022 golf package. Go to okcgolf.com slash golf dash passes. Again, that's okcgolf.com backslash golf dash passes. And enter YSO in the little gift message field, and we're going to throw in a free You're Still Out hat with your purchase. Nice. Great time to get involved. Uh, Packages can also be purchased in person at any of those golf clubhouses. Some restrictions apply.
1: And from the legal standpoint, that was my contribution to that ad read, right? Some <laughs> yeah. restrictions may apply. Void, <laughs> void we're prohibited. Some restrictions may apply. We want to cover ourselves on the legalities. Great stuff there. Yeah, I think I'm a tour of the city guy. I think that I like, you know, spice it up, right? Yeah, spice of life. Sprinkle variety yeah. is
2: the spice of life. And uh, yeah, thanks to our new partner, the Oklahoma City uh, Golf Courses, for partnering with us during this holiday season. Absolutely, my friend. So where do we want to begin?
1: So uh, we, we had the hero. Right, uh, we ha- have some tiger news. Right, tiger was very prevalent in the news this week. I know you always like to talk well, about. Speaking, uh, the big speaking of the,
2: the holidays, the the uh, the holiday gifts were definitely doled out down in the Bahamas. I don't know if you saw this uh, this twenty person field that the hero dished out to us over the weekend. I um, actually, I believe I tweeted this out. Uh, I can't remember what I tweeted and what I what I kept in. It's kind of a weary weekend for me, to be honest with you. But a hundred thousand dollars. For finishing last place in this event, so I would say that yeah, Tiger and the and the and the fine folks at Hero, a motors motorsports company, from what I understand, uh, were, were in a very generous mood with this field.
1: Yeah, well, I tweeted back at you and I said, well, it's still a top twenty, bro. So you know, top twenty, it's only twenty yeah. in the field, right? Hundred grand, so it's a top twenty not, finish. So yeah. yeah,
2: seems low for a top twenty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: But you know, before we 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 talk about who finished at the bottom, I, I think we have to start at the top, right? So I mean. I guess maybe at this point we, we really shouldn't be all that surprised with uh, with
2: who's finishing at the top, right? Give me so. Vic Hovland at plus eighteen hundred. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna bring uh, it home from me, Mexico. Gets me every time. Right into Christmas like a Norwegian Viking. It's gonna be historical. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that thing was completely
1: accurate. If you sub in the Bahamas for Mexico, many, right? He's riding into Christmas.
2: Many, many, many are Vicarious saying Norwegian that Vic Hovland is the king of resort golf. Is fourth win outside of the contiguous United States, or I guess any United States, yeah, uh, for that matter.
1: Adjacent, contiguous, Puerto whatever.
2: Rico, the United States. It's kind of uh, like it's a, a commonwealth, uh, I think. Yeah, yeah, uh, like a maybe yeah, unofficial
1: fifty-first state. Yeah.
2: However, it may be. When is Vic Holly a win on on American soil? Something to take a look at. That said, he's on an absolute tear right now. Second win. Uh, in his last two starts, that's back to back for those counting at home, absolutely tearing it up. We thought that it was going to be another of the, uh, the Wolf Morikawa Hovland triumphant that, uh, was going to prevail on Sunday. But Vic, uh, on the, uh, on the shoulders of back to back Eagles, I had to refresh the app a yeah. couple times, uh, as I was kind of keeping a one eye on this, uh, really kind of waiting for Morikawa <laughs> to get started so I could see him close it out and saw back-to-back eagles from big Vic Hovland to uh, to take this thing by the throat as uh, Morikawa faded. But, yeah, man, what are, what are we thinking about Vic? We've obviously been high on him for quite a while. Uh, it obviously took a little bit of a fold, a lot of bit of a fold, um, for Murakawa for Vic to charge to the door. But, I mean, sets himself up very well in, in 2022. We've been talking about him and majors. Uh, obviously, Ryder Cup played well. Um, I feel like every week we're talking about somebody different. That's going to have a huge 2022. Uh, let's break it down for Hoblin.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, despite it being a limited field, we can't call this a depleted field because all all the big boys were there. So, I mean, you, you go down the leaderboard here, uh, and all the big name players were there and to come out and shoot a 66 on Sunday and you'll hit four rounds in the, in the 60s. So it wasn't as if Sunday was a fluke. He turned it on whenever he needed it. But, uh, you know, he is, he is, he's grooving right now. Hey, he's been working out, right? We, we talked about that. He's ripped now, right? So, I mean, he's got his body in shape. He's got his mind in shape. Everything's working out for him. And uh, my goodness, if this, you know, end of the year, beginning of the new season, whatever you want to call it, right? I mean, for me, it doesn't start till the Sony. We get to January, but uh he's off to a terrific start. And so, my goodness.
2: Well, absolutely. Uh, I, you, you, you said it. It wasn't a depleted feel whatsoever. In fact, what was crazy is the field was so strong relative to how many players were in the field. It got you, it got him more world ranking points for the win.
0: Yeah. than
2: Colin Morikawa's win at the full field end of season European tour championship. Dubai. Yep. To give you it now, that may also speak to the world ranking system being completely screwed up, but that's a conversation for another day, mostly because we're not smart enough to figure out how it all works. But yeah, sixty six on Sunday. He absolutely uh, played well all week to put himself in position to to make that charge. And um, you know, you talked about the workouts. You know, the man cannot keep his shirt tucked in. You know, I know I know Scotty G is is uh, just aghast. Yeah, well, at if the, we can we can sloppiness. get his
1: fashion sense up to the rest of his game, I, I feel like he'd be a complete player. Because I, I I'm with you. There's a
2: little little sloppiness. There. A little sloppiness, yeah. and and I think that the sloppiness can definitely segue into uh to our man Morikawa. Yeah, a seventy six on Sunday. I mean, we and, were ready, um, I feel like, for a coronation. Well
1: you know, I'm, I'm not going to be the first one to make this joke, right, because it, it's been made multiple times on social media now. But, hey, he got engaged, right, this week, and, <laughs> and his golf game went to shit right after it, right? So it's like, is there a correlation there? Uh, hopefully, for his sake, uh, that, that's not the case. His fiance is quite lovely. I, I saw the pictures on Instagram and Twitter and all the other stuff. So So congrats. Uh, to to Mr Morikawa and the soon to be Mrs Morikawa, but uh, yeah, I don't think it went the way that he thought it was going to go on Sunday, and so now he may have party too hard after Saturday because he shot a sixty four on Saturday, so might have might have celebrated a little too much and uh, could not replicate that uh, the following day.
2: Well, I yeah, I, <laughs> knowing what I uh, have read and have heard about Colin Morikawa, I don't. Doesn't seem like he's the biggest party-goer. No, I don't get that vibe Uh know. Seems like a pretty pretty square, to be honest with you. Um, Cal kid, you know, real smart. But I will say, I think it could have been a little pressure. I mean, think about at age 24. If he wins the golf tournament, of which he has a five-stroke lead going into Sunday, since sensed world number one. I mean, there's no way that that wasn't in his head. Uh, All night on Saturday night, Um, had to wait, obviously, quite a bit to tee off on Sunday, and goes out and just completely does things that are out of character. It was the ball striking, you know, that cost him on Sunday. Hooked one absolutely off the planet. So far, left, that was a part of the tournament I was actually watching. I thought the Pro Tracer... Had like a glitch in it or something. It was like, boy, there's no way Colin Morikawa hit a ball that far. Caught onto like, a bird must, flying yeah, by. That must have been a swallow <laughs> flying by. Um, but yeah, goes out and uh, again just completely pukes down his leg with a 76. When uh, all week long, uh, outside of Jordan Spieth, everybody was taking it low on this golf course. Five par fives on the golf course. to so, so to shoot uh, a 76 uh, is absolutely out of character. For Mr. Murakawa, so I, I just got to believe that that pressure got to him a little bit. Things start to go south, and uh, he just could not right the ship. And uh, here comes a host of other guys, including JT dropping off a 64. Uh, the aforementioned Vic Hovland was 66. Scotty Scheffler was 66. Just a lot of great play yeah. on Sunday at the top. Yeah, quite quite the contrast. There was a lot of really
1: good play, and then there was a lot of really bad play. It seemed, and so I, I you know, speaking about a character, let's, let's go down to the bottom of the uh, the standings here. Number nineteen and number twenty, in particular, Mister Stinson and Jordan Spieth were assessed a rather peculiar penalty. JT and I, know we were texting, you know, on the thread with the uh, uh, the YSO Nelson, boys. Nelson,
2: you see this? Um, did you see the the, the wrong T box deal.
1: How, how does that happen in a professional <laughs> tournament to where someone allows those guys to, tee, to to not only get up there but to actually hit shots from the wrong tee box? How the hell does that happen? I have
2: no I've never I, seen that. Never so seen that. for those who didn't watch the tournament or certainly uh, weren't paying close enough attention to see what happened with this deal, uh, for the first uh, three rounds of the tournament and I believe the, the Wednesday Pro-Am or whatever happens on Wednesday – 17 and 9, the tee boxes for those two golf holes, are literally right next to each other. And for the first uh, three days of the tournament and the practice round, um, the 17th tee and the 9th tee were set up in a certain way. And then on the last day, they basically switched them. So, like, the 17th tee moved to the left, the 9th tee moved to the right, or vice versa, it doesn't really matter. And so, they're the first group out, and... Go to the, what they had been playing all week and long, which that was the 17T. Now it's the night t and they and they they play it incorrectly. Or I guess that'd be vice versa. And um, they had a little good time with it, but it's really on them because at at these PGA Tour events, and you could see when they were kind of replaying the coverage of this happening, these very large signs right next to the tee box that have the huge number 17. And a lot of people were getting on the caddies and getting on the rules officials. Which, yeah, how did what would have been? Well, at there's least, a lot of people to at blame. At least this, five I think. people. yet, yeah, two players, two caddies, at least one uh, walking scorer type person. So that's a minimum of five. And I'm sure there was a host of spectators. You know, for everybody to miss it is shocking. Um, and again, cause like you're looking over their shoulder on the replay and it's like the 17 T marker thing is right over their yeah. shoulder. So I don't know how they missed it. Uh, but yes, assess the two stroke penalty. Uh, they hit their T balls. They were walking out to the fairway and somebody alerts them and it's like, what do we do now? <laughs> so they have yeah. to walk. Not only get a two stroke penalty, they'll walk back to 90 and hit another ball um but yeah they uh, at least they did have some fun within the post-round press conference they kind of did a dual interview and henrik stinson was uh was hamming it up pretty good
1: well it, it's a lot easier to have a sense of humor about it whenever you're still walking away with 100 plus grand right so it's so finishing yeah, yeah, dead laugh, last so. laughing all the way to the bank i did, didn't help my uh dirty birdie uh, DraftKings lineup but i had speed in the lineup so that wasn't that wasn't very funny i didn't think but uh, uh there were <laughs> other guys, there were other guys that we'll get back we'll get back to a little bit later they had a worse day in the dirty birdies contest mm. but I don't want to you know we'll, we'll we'll save that little teaser there but you know another guy that had a bad day on Sunday has to be we have to talk about Sam Burns, right so I, you know what hole I'm talking yep. about right so the 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 five chips essentially right to finally get it up <laughs> on the green um I don't I don't know that I've ever done that I think I've probably done three you know, probably maybe even four if I had to go back early days. But, you know, I've definitely done that and had that frustration. Uh, but to have five, that's uh, that's pretty wild. Uh, so,
2: I, I don't know. Have, did, did you
1: see the replays of that? I did I, you see, I, I did I, see I the I kind of saw it fast forward,
2: right? So, they kind of, you know, blended it all
1: together. You, you see all five shots, but yeah.
2: Yeah, he kept trying to hit this little, like, hybrid or three wood kind yep. of along yep, bump the ground, it up there mm-hmm. punch kind of thing to be able to get it to crawl just over the uh, the crest because it was kind of a false front situation. And yeah, um, yeah, five times he rolls it up there and it rolls right. I guess four times rolls it up there and it rolls it back to his feet until finally getting it close enough to uh, to to roll one in for his seven. His and he was uh, he was leading rolls. at the time, leading yeah, at the time. He was leading at the time after Morikawa had got up to such an ugly start and uh, sinks his ship there with a with with the dreaded five chip. Um, that uh, I, yeah, I I can very confidently say that I've never five chipped. Um, so. I have one thing on Sam Burns.
1: Yeah, we got that. Now, he, he should be happy, right? So, his LSU Tigers, got a new head football coach, right? So, got Brian Kelly with the great accent. So, maybe, <laughs> maybe he was distracted uh, by uh, what was going on down in Baton Rouge on the uh, college football scene. But, uh, yeah, uh, tough, tough break there. So, but, yeah, look other notables, right? Tony Finau, DB vibing, uh T for seven, uh, tied seven at 13 under. You mentioned Morikawa, obviously a disappointing Sunday. Ends up in a tie for fifth with Justin Thomas, Patrick Reed, and Sam Burns. Uh, The aforementioned Sam Burns finishing a tie for third. And then Scotty Scheffler, right? We had this whole Gooch versus Scheffler debate last month. We almost looked back to back. We almost looked really, really smart because you got Gooch, right? So uh, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, however long it's been now, he won his first tournament. Scheffler goes out shoots a 66 on Sunday as well, plays really, really well, uh, and finishes one stroke behind Vic Hovland at 17 under. Almost had my opportunity to look smart as well. Had we both got them back to back within like a month. Like I think we could both take, take credit for that. Oh, for sure. That that yeah, would have been yeah. nice.
2: Phones would have been furthering off the hook uh, with endorsements uh, if, if uh, Scotty would have just just been one better and gotten into that playoff with Vic. We'd probably even given it to him if he got to a playoff. Even yeah. even though again this 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 is I don't even know how this has a world golf ranking tied to it with twenty freaking guys in it. But, twenty guys uh, are good, man. Twenty really really good golfers. Um, hosted by none other than the big cat and uh we got to see a lot of tiger this week in fact after going what nine months uh, of seeing close to zero from tiger uh, we had uh had our hands full this weekend between pre tournament interviews uh he gets in the booth and does about 45 minutes which you know I never thought I'd see a day where Tiger Woods spends 45 minutes in the announcers' booth, uh, but I think the thing that people were most excited about, or riveted by, was all the uh, the range work he was getting in. How much of that did you catch? Hitting the driver at the range, so yeah, yeah. Uh, got got something for you, and this is a, this is a good time to to bring our man Nelson in. I know he's a huge huge Tiger fan, just like we are. Uh, I got a little I got a little something for you here. Perhaps a controversial take, a take that maybe some folks. Or Tiger fans might not like, but uh, I alluded to this. I think on the pod a couple weeks ago. I think that Tiger may have a little bit of a look at me. Uh, I want to be the center of attention when the golf world seems to be moving on. I really got to make myself the center of attention again. So I mean, say, you're saying the wreck was is, planned back in March? Is is, there,
1: is that what you're saying?
2: It's February, first of all. Is Tiger, is Tiger thirsty? Yes,
1: yes, yeah, absolutely. He, I mean, he's he's a super duper, you know, megastar. They all are, right? You you can't you can't get to that level of fame and not be a little narcissistic. So I, I yes, I think so, Nelson. Yeah, I
0: agree.
1: Hey, it doesn't make him a bad person.
0: Well, you there could be a lot of you things. You don't get to that level without being. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, there, there's there's
1: plenty of yeah. other things people could poke at if, with Tiger if they wanted to. But uh, that's you have that's to that's be self
0: centered if you want to get to that level. Yeah, you know? and uh like I said, I remember uh, talking to JT a couple of times, and I was thinking, you know, we didn't have enough. When Tiger is on, we think, okay, we get too much of Tiger, you know, and then it disappears. I asked JT, "Well, when is this guy coming back? I need to find that if I need to quit golf or get back to it, you know." But now we're a, having back halfway
2: for a guy who is just pounding into our heads. Hey, I want my privacy. Uh, you know, some of your business, you know, it's a it. personal deal. You know, it's one thing like, okay, I'm going to host my, this tournament's been on the schedule. I'm going to, I'm going to host my tournament. Uh, and again, this is right here. This is coming from like the biggest tiger guy in the world. Still. Do we need like, is there not another place that you can, like, you know, get your work in? It's got to be on camera so everybody sees well, it. Let's,
1: let's let's rewind it back to— Wearing
0: the tiger red while you're
2: practicing?
0: I yeah. mean, you got to give the juice to the tournament you're hosting.
1: You know? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure part of that— And there might have been contractual requirements that he had to be on TV for a certain period of time as well, so given that it was his tournament. But rewind back to, what, a few days before the car accident, right, whenever he was on— at the, maybe at the Genesis, right? Or yeah, I say yeah, yeah. A few days. It might have been a couple no. of weeks now. I can't remember now. But no, it, it was, was like the it was day before, shortly before. Yeah, it was yeah. the day before, and we all crash. made the comment as the Holy crap, he looks awful. Is he on? Drugs?
2: Oh yeah, what's totally what's going out. on
1: right here? And maybe part of that is the Hey, look, I'm I'm fine now, people. You know, look at me. So everything's hunky dory. I'm I'm back to normal. Everything's good here. But we we commented on the podcast as, as many people did as like, holy, what what is going on with him right now? He looks terrible. Uh, and maybe some of it was part of that too, saying, "Hey, look, I'm back. Everything's fine. Um, you know, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, a lot of talk about him playing in the PNG, right? So coming up with the father-son tournament or uh, parent, man, you're you know, really PNC. you're really on a you're really on a yeah. roll tonight. Uh, oh, the, 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 take the, ger- the parent- <laughs> take the geriatric meds like you were prescribed. Man, on, yeah, it's it's tough, but yeah, the <laughs> PNC then uh, that uh, he may play in that uh, with uh, with young Charlie again. And so, yeah,
2: I, I don't know. I mean, I I don't I don't think it's too bad. I, I, I appreciate you guys, you know, back, backing up our guy. But uh, I just – there's something something's not right about it. You know, whenever it's like, you know, the, the golf world is in a really good spot to kind of stop living off the tiger tax. And here he has to come back in and not only host his tournament, but he's out there ripping drivers. You know, look at me over here. He's got the golf cart that says privacy on the side of it. I, I just – it just finally hit me that I think I think our guy needs to have the center of attention sh- squarely on
0: him at all times. I'll be honest with you. I don't mind it. You know, Can't get enough Tiger, huh? Can't get enough More Tiger. More Big Cat, please. I want to get back on YouTube to watch the old Tiger. Yeah, know? he's going to go. Go. go.
1: Nerd out on his swing. Watch his swing on
0: YouTube. Student <laughs> on the game. Now again, <laughs> it takes one to know one. So
2: I know what it's all about. Uh, you know, I'm a guy who likes to have the center of attention on me. So I'm just you know, maybe I'm seeing that a little bit in the in the TV screen. Toot know? toot, right? Toot so, toot, toot toot that own horn. So well, we're talking about
1: you know shifting a little bit of spotlight <sighs> here. Let, let's take it back to a world that Tiger used to dominate, and that being the world of amateur golf. So big news broke this week about this new uh, Amateur Elite Series, I believe might be the, I don't know if that's the actual formal name for it yet, just yet, but essentially a lot of the amateur tournaments that we've come to know and love and that we certainly follow and watch sure, over the sure. course of the summer are kind of being paired together, if you will, in a FedEx Cup points race type of series. And so uh, the tournaments that are going to be a part of it are the Southern Amateur, the Son of Hannah, Northeast, North and South Amateur, Transmiss Amateur, which could mean a lot of different things nowadays, but Pacific Coast <laughs> Amateur and the Great Western Amateur, right? So that's definitely the one that uh, we talk a lot about and kind of a pine after ourselves there. But uh, your thoughts on pairing these together, JT, and kind of forming this Type of tournament race, if we want to call it that.
2: Well, yeah, when you go way back, these tournaments were the ones that um, all the elite players really geared up for before the um, kind of the professional golf circuit fired up. I mean, there was a day way back when it was much more, um, uh, what would you call it, like elite to remain an amateur and play in these tournaments than it was to kind of get paid to play and go out on on the barnstorming circuit, so to speak. But I think that um, it's very cool to me to have these events heightened and to kind of have the tying of them together mean that more of the guys will play in all of them or a majority of them because since it is kind of adding up in, as you put it, sort of a FedEx Cup points system that should drive a lot more play and only make the field stronger, which should only make uh, the viewing experience better, uh, and so uh, the Elite Amateur Cup uh, will be awarded following uh, the Western Amateur, and I believe they'll get exemptions into the 2022 U.S. Amateur and then the 2023 U.S. Open final qualifying, which kind of makes that allows them to skip at least two sectionals and the regionals. You got locals and sectionals, which is pretty cool. And then they'll also get uh, exemptions onto uh, I believe four tours. Uh, the PGA Tour in the uh, Butterfield uh, Bermuda Championship, and then uh, four Corn Ferry Tour uh, events to be determined, again, based on the, uh, the final 2022 Elite Amateur Cup standings. So I think it's cool. We uh, are obviously huge fans. There's probably not many podcasts that would uh, shout out this much amateur golf as we do, so this is clearly right up our alley, and uh, I think it will, again, strengthen the field's, and, uh, whereas in the past couple summers, we've focused probably on the USAM, the Western AM on, on both sides. We'll definitely be taking a little bit closer look at these other six tournaments, uh, to see who is competing both locally. Cause you know, we have a lot of great amateur golf in this state. Uh, but then on the national level, because there's always some up and coming future PGA tour stars, uh, that tee it up in these things that we want folks to get a a sneak peek at.
1: Yep. Absolutely. I- I'm going to reserve judgment, until I see the trophy, what does the elite amateur cup look like, right? So speaking of trophies, the hero Tigers tournament had a pretty cool trophy, right? You got the tiger paw on the earth. I maybe you know talk about narcissism, right? So the picture of a tiger, like essentially you know <laughs> cupping the earth in its hands or whatever or paws, if you want to call it that. Yeah, so shout out, a, a shout very, out to Earl Woods, a
2: very unique trophy
1: though. I, I think it's probably a fair way. To well, put it.
2: not only is it uh, is a cool trophy, a uh, unique trophy is probably a better a better word. Yeah. Um, one thing that our man Jay Hop shouted out, uh, and I had known this because he mentioned it, uh, being a member there at Karsten Creek, but he shouted it out online. Uh, Vic Hovland has been taking his trophies. He actually lives in Stillwater. Still. Okay, Lives at Karsten. He has it's a house at Karsten. great town. And he actually, when he wins a PGA Tour event, he brings the trophy back to Karsten Creek and puts it in the clubhouse. That's pretty cool. For That's uh, the folks oh, yeah. to enjoy. That's pretty cool. And so... Right now, you know the Mayakoba was kind of like that Iguana-looking trophy thing, which you yep, loved yep. back Love when it. he won that. So our expectation, and Hop's expectation, is that we'll see the Tiger trophy um, residing in the Karsten Creek Clubhouse uh, over the next couple months, which is was a pretty cool deal. That's pretty neat. Uh, that's, I like that's, that. That's, that's so, you know, maybe some of the OSU guys can can take, uh, take a page out of Vic Hovland's playbook, win one of these uh, – uh, amateur events next summer, or perhaps the uh, Elite Amateur Cup, and we can get a little first hand look at the trophy uh, right up in Stillwater. Yep.
1: Love it. Love it. So anything else out there in the, the golf world from a news standpoint, JTL, you want to talk about? Or do we want to dive in with our special guest here in the studio?
2: Yeah. I mean, I think that uh, the hero had so many storylines, it was kind of hard to... Uh, Soak up much else, especially with the big cat out there, you know, doing his thing, you know, hitting range ball. Which just Tiger just amazes me. He's like, he is the needle. Like people talk about moving the needle, like Tiger is the freaking needle. When you get excited about somebody out hitting range balls, it's just just beyond me. Uh, but you know, I I know that uh, that Nelson, our special guest, is a huge fan of our primary sponsor. Mm. And uh, before we get to Nelly, I think it's only right that we show our sponsor some love, uh, and that is none other than Chalk Luxury Sports Bar.
1: Absolutely, my friend. Of course, the YSO podcast championed by Chalk. Now, everybody knows about Chalk, right? 1324 West Memorial Road there in Chisholm Creek Plaza. You can follow Chad, Ben, Audrey, Wes, the whole team on the web at ChalkOKC.com, or you can follow them follow them on Twitter and Instagram at ChalkOKC. No better place to go watch golf. No better place to college football season, right? Yeah, Monday Night Football. We're recording this here on a Monday afternoon. Uh, any of the sports, NBA, right, Thunder, uh, Rough. Rough game last week uh, in Memphis, but we won't talk about that one. But uh, whatever your sports fix, you can go get it at Chalk. Great food, great people, no better place to watch the games. Always the favorite. That is Chalk Luxury Sports Bar. Well, what do you say we we dive into interview mode, right? We change gears, right? We, we kind of bring it down a little bit. Maybe, maybe play a little music, set the tone. Soothing you know? sound. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Raul is yeah,
1: going. yeah. Speaking of, of setting the tone, my man Nelson here, hell of a karaoke singer as well, right? So we're coming off... A holiday party, company holiday party, Saturday night to where uh, he he along with a couple other guys absolutely stole the show. So this man can sing Frank Sinatra like you cannot believe. So pretty pretty special uh, guy behind the mic, and so I I think he's going to be just fine.
2: Oh, very very complex. He's studio ready, baby.
1: Yeah, studio ready. But uh, Nelson Annaback, good friend of mine. Uh, a man that I've known for what 18 years now, We're Nelson. Talking, so, now you're trying to age me. I'm not oh, 40 yet. So. Well, I, you're not, I'm a couple <laughs> years older than you are. So, but uh, I, I'm on the backside of 40. You still got another year or so to it's, go, my friend. It's but it been about uh, that long. Yeah, a yeah, long time ago. Met down in Norman, Oklahoma at a, at a little place you'd like to call the University of Oklahoma. But, uh, you know, Nelson, I'm, I'm not going to tell your story, my friend. So, I, I want you to set the scene. And tell your story and so give us the background right so you're, you have a unique background for uh, a lot of the guys and gals that we've had on this podcast and that we will have in the future but uh, you know when did you get to the states when did you get to Oklahoma what led you to Oklahoma in particular and so let, let's kind of walk the listeners through your unique story bud
0: all right first of all I want to say thank you for having me and uh, I'm going to add that uh, I do have uh intelligence that I'm going to be getting one of those packages, the tour of the city. So oh, that's a hell of a deal. I'm looking <laughs> hell forward of a deal. to it. Yeah. You know, I'm going to use it next year, you know, and uh, it should be uh
2: calling. Can't get mad at you, right? You're saving 25%. So, yeah, Hey,
0: hey, right. I, I saved money. She so, wanted a Christmas yeah. present. I told her, I mean, they, that ad read just paid for itself yeah, right there. Boom. we got our first sale. Here we go. So, but basically going back to my story, um, I'm originally from Cameroon. I say originally, but I, you know, I like to say I am from Cameroon still and will ever be, um, uh, Cameroon is located in Equatorial Africa is what people say. I've had people call that West Africa. And the way as you describe it is uh, if, if the corner of Africa looked like a pistol shooting south, we would be where the trigger is. Okay. That's that sounds fair. better yeah. that way, you know? And, we uh, yeah, had grew up in the, you know, lower, lower, lower middle class family, which doesn't mean much back home, you know, just meaning you have a light and everything at your house for the most part, the minimum, the bare minimum. And, um, uh, just my dad worked for the u.s embassy so i you know america came to my mind as one of the options that i could have gone to college um where i could have gone to college in, in addition to where where my other friends went germany france and all that stuff so and then um after high school it was time to choose you know um and then uh where we looked we took a stock of what we had I actually started school back home but i decided that well no i've been I've been dreaming about America too long, you know, and he so said, "We have to get, me, you know, I have to get out, you know, let's make it happen. Um, it turns out that one of the only places, actually I had two options, you know. I went to a Catholic high school in Cameroon, and, you know, I talked to the principal out there, and he told me there was a university in Indiana where we know some people, so if you're really interested, we'll make some connections out there, you know. And I think that might be where my son goes, but as far as my story is concerned, uh, you know, we ended up meeting a family member who had connections at OU, and uh, we thought uh, uh, getting involved in the energy industry was uh, was 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 going to be very important in the future, and uh, that's how we made the connections. Ended up in Oklahoma, and uh, here I am, haven't left since. So wild, wild, wacky stuff. I
2: think that um, you know, since this is a this is a podcast. For golf sickos by golf sickos, uh, it, it cannot be understated how much of, of a golf sicko that you are. Definitely, uh, We trade many, many a text message, uh, many a barb uh, on the golf course, but taking it back to the early stages for you with golf, when did you first start playing and maybe what uh, or who attracted you to the game?
0: So it, it, the first thing i love is probably go back. You know, like when I where I grew up, we we did not have, you know, the people from where I grew up did not talk about golf. It was something that you never saw. You, you just you know it was for the rich guys. You heard about it, you know, and I probably saw maybe one golf ball when I was in Cameroon. Just someone had it in my neighborhood, and uh, the shoes. I mean, I saw. You know, you go to the shoemaker. You see some guys. You know, those guys on the street will fix shoes. You see some shoes we had they have spikes in them and they're shaving <laughs> the spikes to kind of trade but I never knew what the spikes were for you know it took me years to find out those are actually golf shoes you know and and that's a, you know we, we just we just never had it in my city there's there one golf course and I think the whole country probably has a maximum of 5 still today or some people are starting to bring driving ranges you know just making right. people more comfortable so golf was never a thing that I, that, that crossed my mind. A sport that crossed my mind, and, and uh, but I, but I also have a glimpse of. We used to have a TV show, uh, called Sport Parade, which you know there was a recap of every sport, everything that's going on, uh, in sport. Kind in of in like the country. A Wild World of Sports, but there for uh, camera. That's correct. And uh, one of the images was Tiger making a hole in one, and I, you know the minute everyone saw it, and you know you got curious because there's a black man on TV. Playing a sport that is almost in touch. Sure, sure. You know, I mean, we were told not to hang out by the golf courses back home. Like, I would get in trouble if my mom found out. Hey, where did you go? You don't go over there. You know, that's for the politicians, high class. We have no business being out there. You know, so and there's Tiger winning. You know, and I'm starting to think, well, you know, this is this is amazing. You know, uh, but still, then it was still it was still, um, you know, not, not approachable to most of our people. And then fast forward 2004. Price College of Business, you know, I, you know, hang out with my boys, Keith Needham, one of them, you know, have a good time, uh, go to all these school events and all that stuff. And then um, one of the events was, was, was a fundraiser, you know, the mentor, mentoring program tournament. And I'm thinking, well, let me just go out there and hang with my boys. You know, I found out that, well, wait a minute, all these guys can play golf, you know, and I'm thinking, well, you know what, let me just go mess in the driving range with some of them. One of them was John Rains, great guys. The two of us, you know, I watched them hit the ball. And it's, it's you want to try? I'm saying, yeah, I'll try it. You know, I try to hit the ball. I can't hit it. And I'm thinking, <laughs> what is going on with it? Why is it so hard to hit a tiny little ball out here like this, you know? It, you know, and then and John Rays and and the and, and, uh, great guys try to show me some pointers. You know, I see I see Johnny, you know, getting his golf swing, baseball swing, take, taking over his, uh, his, his golf swing. And I'm thinking, well, okay, so after that range session, I was thinking, okay, so. I could play golf. You know, I could hold the clubs. I can go, get to a golf course. Now, let me find out exactly what it takes. Well, as a student, I find that it was not that expensive. Based on how I grew up in my mind, if you want to play golf, every round is probably $2,000. You know, like mentally, that's <laughs> right. literally Only that's the what course I is teal
2: plays. Only the course is plays. <laughs>
0: literally, that's what I thought. I thought, well, you know, if you want to play, you, never, you will never have enough money in the world to play golf as much as some of these guys. And I went in there, and it was $25. And I was thinking,
2: wait a minute.
0: You're telling me I can play this game for $25? You know, so then I, um, you know, I found out about the clinics, you know, and it had obviously had student rates, and I'm thinking, you know what? I have a little internship. I could save two hundred $250 for a clinic, five lessons. So I started going out there and, you know, kind of learning the game and everything, and it took, it took me a while until I could actually hit the ball. And one of these days, I went to the driving range, and I decided, that, you know, let me just try to do something different with this ball. Um, and I was trying to my, my uh, Johnny, Johnny at the OU. You know, he uh, he, he kind of guided me. He and my friend Sebastian was also one of the teachers out there. They guided me. You know, they were my first teachers. So one of these days, I went out there, hit the ball, and it felt I mean, I didn't feel the ball. The ball flew for the first time, and I was in my head. I was thinking, I could be Tiger Woods. I mean, <laughs> if I could hit the ball, if I can hit the ball, finally the ball took off. The, the ball old finally fork took off. off. There you go. The ball finally took off, and I decided I could play this game. I'm finally there, and uh, you know, after that, you know, I got the, a couple of my guys. I talked to them. They, they advised me to buy, you know, the David Letter collection at Walmart. Got some of that, but the Tiger series DVDs, you know, the three got some of that and I was hooked from that day I mean I just never left the game you know so that's that's how I got into it oh uh, it's it's All such it.
1: good stuff yeah and you know just to verify you know Nelson's bona fides right so you know you, you mentioned he's a golf sicko and he, he most certainly is so I get to work with this guy on a daily basis so I, I can attest to that but you know how many times on average do you play per week now Nelson and more importantly because I know this or I got a pretty good idea how many how many golf clubs how many golf sets sets of clubs you own right now and how many have you gone through over the last few years bud i'm gonna start with he's a, he's a guy who tinkers
0: he likes to tinker i want to I go with the easy question your head i'm gonna I go with the easy question and since i'm working you know i'm i'm, I'm interviewing with someone who i work for we kind of sees my time i'm, I'm probably gonna <laughs> say once a week okay you know and 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 i assume he's not talking take about, the over i'll take the over he's that. not he's not talking about how you know my wife's you know, my wife, I would go home and say, I went to the driving range. So, well, that counts. You play golf? Should I said, no. If I'm not there for two hours, you can't call that playing golf. You know, I was there for a lunch one room. hour. hour. Nine-hole nine yeah. minimum yeah. here to yeah. call so, it playing golf. Right. So, I get to play. I get to play there. And then, you know, um, you know about, about once. Once a week, go, to, go play, go to the driving range, you know. And I, I wouldn't count James Stewart in the summer because that's really a warm-up round. So, in the summer, I play a lot more, maybe twice. Twice, three times, you know. Uh, but um, going to your second questions <laughs> question, well, you, you have to go back. I'm a student of the game. I am a student of the won. game, and that's how I define myself. You know, so you got to go back to the first equipment I ever had. You know, the first thing I I had to you know go to, went to the pawn shop, got a six iron, and then I hit it. And then uh, one of my mentors, uh, the one who actually was my contact in the U.S. was a petroleum engineer traveling. Yo, know? so he went to China, and I was about to graduate. You know, he said, I told him, he said, what do you want for graduation? I said, hey, I need some golf clubs. So he came back with a travel bag, shoe bag, big Bertha collections from Drivers, the same wedge. And that was my <laughs> very, very first set, you know. Nice. So, I, you know, I, I messed with that for a while. And then uh, I found out they were regular flex. So I was like, well, you know, I talked to everybody, do my that, research on the internet. swing speed, man. You know, yeah. get do my research on the internet. And I found out, well, at this you know, given given where you are right now, you know, your age and everything, you probably need to get some stiff shot. And I'm thinking, you know what? Let me find out who's who's my number one golfer, the guy who made me play golf, Tiger Woods also, you know. I enjoy watching Tiger. told you about the DVDs. So Tiger plays with Nike. So what is Tiger using this season? Nike, well, we'll start with maybe, you know, the first set I bought from Nike was a CPR, I believe. It was, they were red. Yeah. You know, yeah, C- yeah. Nike CPR, I got some of those and you know, they were they were doing fine and then Tiger, you know, Nike came up with a new new golf set and I'm thinking, you know, you know, I bought the second one, uh, Ignite, I got the Ignite and when I bought those it was from driver to sandwich, always, always. And then, you know, I got in the habit of buying golf clubs and, you know, from previous season, sell, selling them on eBay after the, at the end of the season, buying the new set, you know, and then one of these days I decided that, okay, so, I'm gonna spend a little bit of money because I have a job now. You know, I could I could spend more than you know, maybe four hundred dollars, and I got some of the the set that I still have right now today. I'm not gonna say if I do or have or if I do not have several, you know sets of the same club because some of them end up in international commerce interstate commerce not international <laughs> you know once in a while the <laughs> irs is listening now so i think you're probably fine yeah. but. <laughs> so you know right now you know i i, I felt like you know the nike um uh, vr victory where you know mm-hmm. that's probably one of the last sets tiger actually played with yeah you know he had all blades but i didn't want to mess with the blades you know so i got the pro combo that's what I have, and I got a couple more, you know, sitting at the house. And then one of these days, I, you know, I've always heard about Mizuno. You know, I went to Westwood in Norman. You know, I figure, hey, let me see if I can get Tadlist or Mizuno. Let me take two six-sirens to driving range, and i hit the MP52. And I love them so much that I bought three sets. <laughs> one for, just in case they go, you know, just in case they go, you know, they can't you can't find them. You know, so I say, hey, I got one that I'm going to use here, and I got one for the next two. You know, two, twat, two times that I try to switch clubs. So I plan on playing Mizuno MP52 until I retire. So hopefully I have enough sets for that, you know. Those will end up in interstate club. That conference. qualifies as a sicko, right? That
2: that, that, that is yeah. sicko-level stuff. There's no doubt about it. I mean, it may be like a next-level beyond you know sicko I yeah mean, might be problematic so, yeah. yeah it's one thing if like you have a pair of shoes that you really like to go out and buy another one because like those are going to wear out or you know, and you really may not find them wow. i mean it's hard to wear out
0: some golf clubs I mean, golf, golf clubs are important dude we're not talking about underwear I mean, You they, <laughs> need important. multiple sets of golf clubs dude. and after like you know you have to be honest though you need that 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 set that you can leave in the car Oh yeah, you didn't say you can leave in the car. If it goes back to the them. Car, you don't feel, maybe you said at the office. Maybe you go maybe you go to J S D at lunch and get you know, you, you can't bring your whole bag from home, you know, and every day and just, it's a practical matter. It's a practical matter. <laughs> the man's pragmatic. So, so that's huh? that's that's my story of how I, I, you know, my golf clubs, you know. So huh. I love it.
2: Well, twenty twenty one, you know, has been a pretty big Golf year, obviously, twenty twenty was a huge golf year in terms of uh, the number of rounds that everybody played with, with COVID and being able to get outside. And that's one of the only things you could do socially. Uh, but twenty twenty one, I feel like, is has really uh, matched it in terms of people doing kind of new golf experiences and whatnot. You had a had a big one, I'm sure. Our listeners uh, who listened to the congregation recap uh, heard your name uh, a few months ago. Obviously, your first time getting to play. Uh, in the Kong, so I uh, would love to hear your thoughts on your first congregation experience and, and maybe any, any strategies that you're thinking about employing for, for 2022.
0: First of all, it was amazing. You know, I, and you and I could talk about the story. It, it, it was not supposed to happen, you know, because, right, like, yeah. you know, somehow, me and my, you know. I, I, scheduling I come, conflict. It yeah, was yeah, a scheduling yeah, conflict, yeah. you know. I was not supposed to attend, and then last minute, I found out that uh, things didn't, uh, fell through. And I told my wife that, hey, listen, I, th- I was going to go play golf for three days. You know, and she said, what? You're going to be going the whole weekend? I said, well, it's already been paid for. So it's just going to be all boys. And I am going with Keith. And she's like, okay, you could probably go, you know, because if, if it's already been paid for. So I ended up over here. And first thing I see is... Scott girls rushing to the flagpole to raise up <laughs> a Kong. You know, I'm thinking this is a whole nation. Pirate shit, oh, no. This is yeah. amazing. We take we're taking over this place. You know. Well,
2: and real quick for those who are for the uninitiated, as Keith likes to call, uh, the Kong has a has a logo that is King Kong swinging a golf club, and we put a that really cool, really cool logo. We put that on a, uh, on, a on a literal. Like flagpole sized flag, that's right. And so yeah, scooter is uh, as, as literally as Nelson is like driving up. Scooter is is I mean, he's running flag. with it. He's
0: running with. that was like, <laughs> it's it very just, exciting. moment. Like, I have to get it up before everybody shows up here. We yeah, have I think to like let Olympic yeah, yeah, Olympic opening yeah, ceremony. Yeah, it's it's akin to stuff. the Olympics, yeah,
1: opening ceremony. That's fair.
0: Yeah. So that was uh, that was uh, that was the first impression I had. You know, <laughs> and, and obviously um, we get there Friday. You know, you know, and we play that. Practice round, and the first thing I noticed, I mean, this course is beautiful. I mean, this is amazing, and I keep asking if someone needs to build a resort out here because the quality of the greens, the fairways, everything was perfect. You know, we got to do something about the, the the stickers out there. You know, but you, you well, the best way to do something know, about the stickers, is hit it the fairway, hit it in the fairway. <laughs> <Get> the fairway. <laughs> well, I tried, but man, <laughs> that that was a uh, that was kind of all of me. But I had a good time. You know, you get there Friday, you see all these guys, and we have this uh. You know this bidding war, you know, and I'm thinking, wow, this guys they they've been there before, they know what they're doing, <laughs> you know. So let me just sit here and uh and and find, and watch, and I was uh, sit and watching, and uh you know I was I was able to to get uh, someone actually believed in me and put some money, in, hoping that I would win, you know, just because I probably talked about it. It kind of fell like I was new the, of the game. new guy factor. Yeah, yeah. it felt like I was yeah. still in the game because I talked about my swing, trying to you know emulate like Ben Hogan, you know, just to, you know that I'm still working on that fade. Once in a while, it comes back, but for the most part, it's a, it's a work in progress, you know. So you get that Friday, get together, um, you know, practice round, get a good time for dinner. And then, um, you know, Saturday, two rounds, beautiful course, you know. The, the course was beautiful all three days. By Sunday, I was, I was kind of a little bit tired of it, you know, just mainly because... Obviously, I didn't win. <laughs> but, you know, I I won one match. You know, I've been through the grinder already, and I was thinking, "Goodness, how can I you, know, I?" you know, I wish if if it were Friday, we'd play again. You know, but you know, at that point, I was uh, you know, it was it was it was good. It was beautiful, and I would probably venture to commit to the next. How many times are gonna have it? There. I think <laughs> you know, it, it's He's a lifer. I'm here on a yeah, I am. <laughs> it was amazing.
1: Oh, a- absolutely. Well, you know, shortly after. The Kong, right? So that was early October, yes, Nelson. Sir. You and I, we made a trip out west, bud. Yes, so sir. a long time coming, right? So uh, Nelson, in addition to being a energy professional, professional, in addition to being a golf sigo, sicko, man, I, I am like, I can't it's talk. You know, uh, I'm uh, getting old. But he is also The editing Day is going to be uh late night. No, I'm going to leave this out. in. I'm going to leave it in. So people, <laughs> people, people know I'm human. Uh, he's also a licensed attorney. So, and part of the deal was, I said, hey, look, you go te- past the bar, I'll take you out to Vegas and we'll go play golf. Well, Nelson passed the bar last year and then COVID happened, right? So it kind of knocked everything in the head. Um, and, and really, it had been over a year. We'd kind of lost track of it. And while we were having beers, you know, earlier in the um, fall, said, hey, man, we'll have that, that Vegas trip, right? So I was like, you know what? You're right. We kind of forgot about that. We booked it. And uh, we went out to Vegas and played a couple of really nice courses out there, right? Desert That's Pines great. and then Bally High, High, which was amazing. really the highlight, right? So playing golf on the Strip, right next to Mandalay Bay, right next to the Raiders, right? Allegiant That's Stadium, right. you can see all the Right next to the airport, which that part kind of sucks, right? Because you got planes and helicopters and everything else kind of coming in and coming out overhead uh, the entire time. But um, had an absolute blast. The weather was terrific out there. But
0: uh, you, you, you talk about that trip in your words, bud. The trip was great. I was looking forward to it, you know, because I I keep hearing about guys, you know, usually when I travel and every time I played out of state, it's just been a different purpose. It was not golf. It was always, well, bring your clubs. You know, there's a wedding in Austin. There's, You know, there's a golf tournament in in Chicago. You know, just just bring your golf clubs and see if we could play a few rounds. But this was a golf trip, as in we booked it before we left. So I was prepping for it, shop for it. I didn't buy any golf clubs, though, but. I had the set, you better believe <laughs> for the trip, you know, so it was the like, travel set, you know, I had the ready. travel set yeah, he was ready he was I ready. was ready, and I actually found out that one of the two bags I have is a travel bag, so <laughs> now I'm going to retire that bag and use a different bag when I play golf, you know, so so we get we get there and uh, you know and I'm looking forward to it you know and and then you know um first day, you know, we get to to desert pine, beautiful golf course, beautiful golf course, it was really narrow it was tight very I mean, was. narrow tight. and I, I venture to say i probably i didn't find many fairways but i already lost my ball because <laughs> so i was always yeah okay on the other in the other fairway <laughs> trying to come <laughs> so back you know so, so, so far right it was in the other fairway it was yeah i was very consistent and my guy keith over here 40 year old golf swing finds every fairway back you know just straight up very 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 and i you know it was like okay good so This is not one of the tournament that up because I actually was talking smack already, you know, because I I was still mad at a Kong because you know (laughs) that first round we finished like I don't know how many holes like five holes or something. Yeah, you know Nelson had
1: the had the the unfortunate. Tough first draw, right? He got me at the Kong, and uh, and I whipped up, whipped up on him pretty good in the first uh, it was first not match. Not beautiful, and,
0: but you know, I, I didn't. I was hoping it wouldn't appear on the podcast, but <laughs> it sure did. That's why I brought JT this yellow golf ball as a reminder. Of, he's not you know sheltered from uh, criticism. So, but yeah, so we you know the first date, beautiful location, you know, uh, the weather was perfect. It was. Yeah. You know, we got to play with gentlemen from Michigan. You know, he had a good time. Brand new clubs. I mean, the rentals. Never seen anybody hit the ball so straight, a driver so straight with rental. Code. He was pretty good. Yeah, he was We're pretty good. at just, you know, hitting the ball, you know, got a little bit slow, but the pace picked picked up. And, uh, you know, it was a great round. You know, the, it started pretty decent. The end was a little interesting, you know. The, the end was a little interesting for me because that that's when, you know, the wheels came off. But the one highlight I have is that I, I found every green on every par, par three. Ace. Kip is not gonna right. tell you whether I bet once because there was a, <laughs> there was always a lady over there. What do you want to talk about? Yeah, it? yeah. They had
1: they, each course we played at. They had kind of a bet on yourself sort of thing for a discount at the golf shop, right? So par three, you know, random par three. You hit it on the green. You know, you bet twenty bucks and they'll give you forty bucks in you know golf swag or something right. like that, right? So one of those That's types of deals. Cool. And uh, I couldn't get him to bet on it, man, because I come like, a bet on yourself, dude. So I did it both times in both courses That's and, and right. won. I won.
0: Hit it on the green he both times and I yeah, got some swag out, out of like it. It's like so. my guy yeah. too, out like of Kong always. To, you know, try to have side, side bets, yeah. and I'm side thinking, bits. no, <laughs> this game is hard enough <laughs> that you have to focus at any time. You don't need extra distractions, you know. And that's probably why I found the, the greens most of the time. So you know, so that that was the that was the the Friday round. We got in, sat down, had some hot dogs. The weather was beautiful. Um, you know, I had yeah, they were doing like a beers. German
1: uh, like kill bosses and that's stuff right. on the patio. or Yeah, made, like some
0: sort of like of Oktoberfest thing or something. Yeah, yeah. It seemed like they had a you know they had a, they were preparing for a great event out there. So. And then, um, yeah, you know, that was is kind of a nice, kind of a nice social, social, yeah, it atmosphere. was, it was a nice setup. Oh, that's yeah. right. That's right. So that was the first day. Second day. I don't even know if, if I slept that day, that night, cause I was looking forward to it. Bally high, you know, it was a very lush, you know, get up early, get up there, get breakfast, hot dogs, show up over there and everything was so beautiful. I mean, the course, it, it, it looked like a resort course. It probably is. A yeah, it is. Course. Yeah. I think it qualifies as a resort It course. does qualify. And I mean it was amazing. You know, the first few holes, you know, you man had a little hard time finding fairways again. You know, it took a few a couple of holes to kind of tune up, you know.
1: Now, the, as good as the weather was at Desert Pines, the wind was whipping that morning uh, at Valley High. It was it was tough. Tougher conditions the second day.
0: Thanks for my, giving me the reason for <laughs> for giving the reason why yeah, it was the know? wind was getting. it. So that that was a that was a, you know, it, first few holes, you know, we got through and then we started picking up steam, you know, we kind of got, you got comfortable with the course, you know, we got comfortable. And that's when Keith and I decided, like, hey, let's go with this. Let's go ahead. I'm really get to avenge that, that the Kong, you know, let's go and have a little match going on oh, and a little match. Play. Things got interesting. You know, a couple of holes. We put balls in the water at the same time. A couple, <laughs> of, you know, He's not going to tell you the story about that par five. I wasn't going to say anything. So <laughs> okay, I, I that's good. I wasn't going to say anything. That's good. You know, but balls tracking got better just when I thought it got better. He re- he reached a par five and two. In two? Yeah. Against the win or into the win? Uh, it was kind of a crosswind. It was a crosswind. Yeah. whether it affects your ball, is, you know, they're still trying to figure it out, you know.
1: We, won't, uh, we don't ask him what his score was on that hole, but he no. reached He reached a par five and two.
0: And I got it there with the distance score. I didn't double bogey it. You know, I did not double bogey the hole, you know. <laughs> But I'm not going to talk about it, you know. Our, so. our friends have good math skills. Didn't didn't uh, double Didn't double bug didn't you. Double bug, yeah. Not happy about it. So there's something in there, or uh. it's a big green. Big it green. Was, it big was a big, big, green. Green. big I mean, green. You could have put two all marks on that green. Yeah. Grade, you know. Yeah. You know, so we got we got you know finished that hole and then we kept on going and then all of a sudden I'm starting to find these fairways. And then these two guys from uh, they Ohio, from Ohio? yeah, they were they were Buckeyes. Yeah, yeah they own the uh, they, co- they own franchises. They were franchises. Wendy's, I think. Yeah, Wendy's a bunch yeah. of Wendy's, and then they decided that uh, well, we're gonna take these guys up and uh, have a match play against this guy. Whoever win, gets drinks at the at the clubhouse. Or oh, that it was on. We just started finding fairways here and there. it just it was it was you know find our guy. Out there, there was a tiny distraction to add to the pressure. Or well, he was playing Kansas. You know, and I kept, you know, my guy Keith out of there, I don't know why, why he's charged his phone overnight, you know. He was like, we'll oh, put the phone there. You know, we can uh, catch the video. Probably, so I probably scheduled that on the weekend where it was supposed
2: to be a no-stress football
0: uh, game. Yeah, right? yeah. You and, go. It, and we
1: were down 10, 10 nothing at half, and uh, all of a sudden it was like, uh, what the hell is going on we're up in Lawrence, half, Kansas? So, and Keith but,
0: kept, what it was true enough, and he kept saying, hey, we he's going to win, and we will beat them. Oh, we'll beat them. I kept thinking, man, but, you know, we got to a par three. I think it was at the end of the front nine. You know, another par three I didn't bet on myself, <laughs> which I <laughs> ended up finding. My ball on the, hitting the green. Oh, and then the, the guy out there, uh, one of the helpers, told us, uh, yeah, still, you know, he gave us a score. That it was tied. So we felt better about it. And um, But, yeah, that, that it, it, you know, finished, you know, the, the last hole. Was it 18? It was 18. Oh, that was well, brutal. It's usually the last hole. Goodness. You got the whole patio back there. Yeah, yeah. Everybody sitting up there. You just People watching. <laughs> and then you got the pond next to the water, which you're not supposed to care about. And uh, – that got me pretty good, but uh, you know, at the end of the day, it was, it was we ended up, you know, we ended up tying the match. You did, yeah. Tying the match. Yeah. I think know? I was,
1: I was two up with with three to play, and I fell apart. Yeah, you ended up coming back and tying more, more it. like yeah. I found yeah. fairways and I, yeah, I found you my, did, my, yeah. You 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 played well. I think you I think you parred sixteen, seventeen, and then and I think you yeah, made bogey or something on eighteen. But I right. I didn't we're do both good made, on bogey. I think
0: both bogeyed eighteen. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah, that's right. So, but yeah, that that was an amazing experience. The food was good. Um, the drinks were good. We had a beer there, and then uh, yeah, that was that was good. Well, I, I put you guys on the spot. I, uh,
2: you know, Keith, you talked about the trip um, a few weeks ago. I guess hell, almost a m- over a month ago now. When you first got back, and now uh, getting to hear Nella, you talk about it. I'm I'm curious between both courses, uh, what was y'all's uh, what was your favorite hole? Favorite hole of the trip, Keith? Yeah. I'll start with you, bud.
1: Yeah, Bally High was definitely the the higher quality golf course, and that that's probably not too Shocking to anybody that's played golf out in Vegas, but you know, I, I'll tell you, there's a lot of holes that the undulation at Valley High was really, really cool. Goodness. And so, <laughs> I, I think it might have been 17. I agree uh, that you're the elevated T box, you're kind of hitting down into a fairway that kind of doglegs back to the left, but you know, the fairways have these huge like swells in them, so there wasn't a whole lot of uh. Uh, what I would say, flat lies, right you know, there. out okay. there, and so really, really cool, really neat hole, you know, kind of coming back to the clubhouse. I would have said eighteen, but again, I hit it in the water on eighteen. Seventeen so is know. also the
0: one for me, and I think that's oh, the you hammer, you crushed a drive. That's dude. the one I actually put in the Kong's uh, oh. WhatsApp group. Yeah, <laughs> you know, absolutely. I mean. You see, <laughs> yeah. you see the, you know, you see the, 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 the hotels, the strips, yeah. right yeah. in the background, yeah. cool view. Yeah. It, it was back towards the strip. I mean, yeah. that, that's you know, okay, I play golf in Vegas. I'm good to, I'm good now. Now we could go and have a good time and try to wrap this trip up you know 17 valley high my favorite i love it
2: well you know it's kind of that uh did the ad read for our for our folks at okc golf with the the golf packages uh that time of year so uh nelly gotta ask you kind of what golf gift you know what golf gifts are on your holiday list we know it's not we know it's not golf clubs we've got three sets of those at home that's correct what's on the uh what's on the golf list uh for christmas and then uh maybe a second half of that is what's the new year's resolution as it relates to golf for 2022
0: the golf list i already said you know it's the, the 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 city city yeah, tour of the city uh, the tour of, of the city evening. yeah I, I think oh, I'm so that wasn't that wasn't just fluff oh no, no it was not fluff sponsors. wow, wow. I, yeah I have well a group done. of guys I play with every Sunday and once in a while we play early wine Lincoln this weekend I can't join them but they play on uh, they're gonna play Lincoln East which I haven't played in a while I would have loved to to do it but I, it's you know, scheduling conflict uh, but that that's what I, I'm definitely looking forward to it I hope I hope it appears in my stocking but I, my intelligence is telling me. You Know, I feel, feel pretty good is, about it. I feel good about okay, it. Good. You know, sources. So yeah, good source. sources. Um, and then the plan for the next year is probably maybe get more lessons, okay? You know, like before, before the spring and uh before fall tournaments, that's I probably need to get two lessons because I will play in the winter and most you know it's like I will strike the ball very well during the winter, you know, somehow because but then I get to this. Right before tournaments start, it's like I get lost and I'm thinking, What what's happening? Like I used to hammer this ball. You know, it's like a day in October, man. Those are the You two know, months, I couldn't so. believe it. And in September everybody has these golf tournaments. And I'm you know and I kept telling my wife, it's like, Oh, I'm always playing golf, like I have all these tournament, people invite me and you know, I yeah, I'm having a great time. And I keep telling her, Could you imagine was actually if I was actually a stud? I mean, I would probably get paid to play golf (laughs) (laughs) so that's my plan you know just work on my game you know get get lessons maybe two lessons a year uh just to make sure because the pros do it so why why wouldn't i do it sure it's good advice good resolution there uh, well,
1: Nelson, you know, one of the, the features that we always like to do with our guests here on the pod, we like to get them out on something that we call the short par four, my friend. And so, uh, Till and I will go alt shot at you here with questions, alternating questions here, uh, four questions about golf and maybe about life in general. You feel free to expound upon it and make it your own, but I'll, I'll tee us up here on the short par four. And I, I think I've got a pretty good idea uh, about what this answer is going to be, but
0: tell us about your last round of golf, bud. It's past Friday. Trasper Park. You know, um, it started re- very well. You know, it was one of those things where, well, this thing is probably going to screw up my handicap for the next call. <laughs> 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 the sandbag coming yeah. in. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm coming up oh, there the with two pars. Par number one. Birdie on number two. You know, I, even number three. So I'm still par for the round. We the are three. under par. You know, and then I go, you know, Part number four. And all of a sudden I'm lining up these double bogeys out of nowhere. I mean, I'm not sure what's happening, you know. And then uh, I ended up with uh, shooting eighty-nine, you know. So I, I could have shot a little lower, maybe five. I think I think I'd cost myself at least five strokes. But you know, eighty nine, I'll still take an eighty nine. So that's that's the last round of golf I played.
2: We've all we've all been there. We've all been with a little heater going early, and it all it all goes away. All right, second shot in here on the short par four. Uh, gonna change it up a little bit for you here. What golfer on tour do you love
0: to root against? Wow. Okay. 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 <sighs> That's kind of hard. That's kind of hard right now. I- Probably Sergio, you know, he had that beef with Tiger. <laughs> yeah, you know, <he> <laughs> all that comes beef back to Tiger. we back in the day, and I didn't, I didn't, you know. But he won the Masters. He actually, yeah, he actually does have a beautiful swing, you know. He had Ricky Fowler. They will have that. Uh, I don't want to say Ben Hogan, but it's like that flat, flatter little, swing, little lag in the swing, yeah, yeah, the lag in the swing. So that's that's. You know, if I had to say, and I was I was probably going to say DeChambeau, but in uh, John Rom, there's something about John Rom that. But they've both grown on me, you know. DeChambeau has been – he's grown up on me, now, especially since the Ryder Cup. You know, after the world, this guy's approaching. He's a good dude. So, for sure. You know, so he's a student on the game. So, I, uh, you know, that's – yeah, I would probably go back to Sergio if you have to make me pick a golfer that I
2: Certainly, careful. it Certainly falls in that category yeah. for a lot of people. Good answer, good answer. All right, birdie putt here on the short par four.
1: Nelson, you get to play one last round of golf. Where is it going to be, my friend, with the caveat – that it has to be a golf course that you've previously played.
0: Last round of golf. Hmm. I'll, let me probably go with uh, Jimmy Austin. The Jimmy home course, Austin, right? The home course. The home course. So I'll go with the Jimmy. Sentimental answer. Good it's answer. It's one man. of those courses that always breaks me. It, it always brings me back. You know, I played. I played Oak Tree National. Oak, all Oak Tree courses. I obviously, <laughs> went to Valley High. I played a couple of decent courses in Chicago. I played uh, in Austin, um, but uh, Jimmy Austin is always the one that keeps that keeps you know me coming back. I had some good rounds out of there, which most people don't believe the shot the scores I've shot there. I shot at eighty five out of there a couple of times. Oh, again, screwed up my handicap last year for the call. <laughs> you know. But I've also last time I played there, I shot ninety seven. You know, it was probably toward la- last week Thanksgiving yeah. week. It's what you want to have a good it was golf course? Twenty seven right? mile an <laughs> hour win, you know. We took Canadians. Which uh, probably didn't help because they could spend more time looking for golf balls in the thick grass than you know actually playing. It's all, its always yeah. funny
2: to me how you know golfers who are always achieve, wanting to achieve greatness then get mad when they shoot good scores and it's going to screw up their handicap. It's—it's a, it's a
0: paradox, you know. It is. Oh, I want to be good, but I want to—I want to consistently be <laughs> double edged sword. I want to be
2: good at the Kong. I want to be good at the Kong. You know, that's the—that's
0: the goal. <laughs> you know, so yeah.
2: All right. Well, we're gonna tap in for par here on the short par four. We're make, we are making a movie about the golf life of Nelson Annaback. What famous golfer is gonna play you in the movie?
0: Ben Hogan.
2: Ben Hogan. Loves that. Love that. Love that
0: Unpack that for us. Ben Hogan. It there's something. It, it's one of these things. He's one of the guys. Even all the best golfers talk about. And his story is amazing. You know, I was watching a documentary um at the off well while I was working at the office, you know, background noise, you know, about about the, the life the life of Ben Hogan. How uh he at work everyone and how everyone is emulating his swing and about the secret that apparently if you get on YouTube and you ask what is Ben Hogan's secret, you're gonna find at least ten different versions. Some people <laughs> are gonna say, you know, how he drives his knee to the ball, people are gonna say his hands are dead. People are going to say it's it's amazing. So, but the, there's the mystery behind the guy, and there's also the results. You know what he did prior to the accident. You know how how close he got several times before even he got popular, and then uh, what he did after. Sure. You know after, and um, that's uh, that's the guy. And and then the one thing that I got out of that story was also the fact that you know before before he, he had a car wreck, you know he was almost unapproachable. You know it was not social and everything. But it, but then he got touched by the support he received while he was in the hospital. The fans were writing him notes and he didn't never realize that people, so many people were pulling for him to do so well and it just changed his mindset and everything. So I would say Ben Hogan is definitely my favorite golfer. And hopefully I get to hit the ball like him before, before I turn 40 and like, Great stuff, Great answer Mr.
1: Hogan. Great answer. Well, Nelson, I can't thank you enough for uh, for sharing some time with us here this afternoon, but so I know, I know we've had this on the calendar on a couple of different dates and so glad that it uh, finally came together here. Uh, this afternoon, but a uh, terrific story, terrific interview, my friend. So we appreciate the time. Thanks for having me. I
0: appreciate it. Thanks, Absolutely. Right.
1: Well, J. Till, you know, we're up over the hour mark, my friend. And so I think you know what that means, right? We got those some plugs out here and, uh, and wrap things up, right?
2: Man, we are going to have to be intentional, folks, because we are entering holiday madness when the golf game, the golf ongoings can get a little bit out of your mind. We don't have the U.S. Women's Open this year to keep us tethered. No President's Cup this year to keep us tethered. We are going to be the thing that keeps you tethered to the golf world at YSO Golf on both Twitter and Instagram. Have a little, have a little surprise uh, about a week from now as we record this uh, Ooh, to yeah. share with folks. Good a teaser. little, a little bit of a where in the world is sort of situation. You're going to see that at YSO Golf, both on Twitter and Instagram. Give us a follow; you won't be disappointed. Great stuff there, bud. And for us at the Sports Pros Network, of course, you can check us
1: out on the web at fantasysportspros.com or you can follow us on Twitter at sports underscore pros. And remember, that is pros with an E, P-R-O-S-E. Well, I think that will wrap it up for this episode. And uh, as always, ladies and gentlemen, go play some golf and get out there and enjoy the walk.